Neurodiversity can be a challenging diagnosis, whether you are neurodivergent, neurotypical, or just looking to understand someone who has a diagnosis. My name is Juana Venegas, and this podcast was created to be a resource for you. We will provide tools and engaging conversations to help navigate the journey from the diagnosis to hope and create community along the way. Because by creating community, we are helping today's current kids, young adults, and also building a more inclusive world for future generations. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in again for this uh, podcast uh, about neurodiversity with uh, Manu for Inclusion Foundation. And um, we're going to talk about Manu's diagnose when they gave me the diagnose of um, autism and ADHD. Um, what were the steps of accepting that diagnose? And um, so the story behind it is Manu uh, started developing like a regular kid um, speaking English and Spanish and um, crawling in all his four extremities. And then he was, um, by the time that he was like 12 months, he started to regressing. He started to um, uh, lose the speech. He, he started to crawl, but crawl in a different way. Like he was trying to push himself with uh, only three extremities. And um, he used to have this horse and he used to like rotate really fast and spin really fast on this horse. And uh, I was like, hmm, there is something over here. Uh, let me find help. So the first thing that I found is that uh, Florida has a program that is called Early Steps. And Early Steps, it helps the kids from zero to three, um, if they have any learning disabilities, if they have anything, and this is for free. They go to your house, they teach you how to deal with, um, how to teach your kid properly, communication, uh, you have ITDS, you have a speech pathology, you have uh, occupational, you have physical therapy. So after that, then Manu, uh, Manu was getting better, uh, but there were still things that we were like, okay, this is different. But then we, at the end of this um, program, we, they give you a diagnosis and the diagnosis, they told us that it was autism um, they did take the time. They took three hours to diagnose a kid. And then, like, to me, as a parent, it's like they just, when they say, yeah, your kid has autism, it's like they throw a bucket of ice water on top of me. 
And afterwards, it was like all the things that I thought that my son was going to be because we I had the perfect school cho- chosen for him. I had the perfect idea of what I, I was going to teach my kid. It just went away. It just they just it wasn't their fault. It, it's it was in my mind like they ripped that away. Um. So. That's when it started. I started uh, through the steps of the diagnosis, which the first time is denial and refusal. I was like, maybe we should have a second opinion. Uh, so after that, we went to a neurologist that it was recommended by our pediatrician. And the neurologist said after three hours of an extensive uh um interview process he said is the same is speech and he needs to take a ABA, ABA therapy um does apply behavior analysis uh he needs to take OT which is occupational therapy a speech pathology and all the stuff and and again I was feeling a lot of anxiety at that moment when they throw me all those things that I had to do so I was very anxious, and since I'm, I am a neurodivergent person, I, I started becoming depressive. Um, and again, we were in denial, refusal, and we said, no, let's, let's get another, another opinion. So the third opinion, we went to a behavior pediatrician, and she said the same. Your kid has autism and ADHD. So at the end, we, we were like, okay, fine. He has it. Let's start doing the therapy. Um, and then as a parent, in the back of my mind, I was like, this is my fault. So the guilt, that's another step of the accepting the diagnosis. So I was like, this is my fault. This is because I didn't eat organic as a as a parent, this is because when while I was pregnant, this is because I, you name it, because I had a, uh, because I didn't sleep well, because while I was pregnant, because I had Tylenol while I was pregnant, like I did all these guilty scenarios of me that I'm 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 just I'm the bad person, I'm the bad guy, and that's through a diagnosis. Um, sometimes we have it um, really, really rigid, one stages, but it can also be at the whole time. So after, after that, I was, I started saying to myself, um, I was very angry. I was like, why I have a kid in autism? This is not fair. Uh, so I was very reactive to people. If they look at my kid or if they say something about my kid, I was very angry and I attacked like a lion. Like, <laughs> um, but it's because I, 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 I had a lot of fears inside of me. So after that, uh, I start playing the victim triangle, which is the depression. Um, and this is my case, guys. 
because I have depression and anxiety, I I can go into the tornado that poor me, poor Juana, I have depression and anxiety, I have now a kid with autism, and so my life is going to end. But again, this is me, it's Juana, it's, it's, it was my way to dealing with this. So I stayed in that tornado. And that tornado, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Um, that's when I started abusing um, food, or I abused uh, alcohol, or I abused the uh, shopping, and and those I used them as coping to numb my feelings. So I couldn't feel the depression. I couldn't feel the anxiety. I couldn't feel the anger. So I could be better with what I had in front. Um, the acceptance started when I really understood who I was. When I started the personal development programs um, and the emotional intelligence programs. I have taken the real curse. I have taken the um, rewire your brain for gratitude. I'm a certified life coach. I have taken aliveness, um, leadership, um, conscience eating, and so on. So that's when the real acceptance of when I started accepting myself and my diagnose, then I turn around and I said to my kid, yeah, he has autism, but he's an awesome kid. I won't change a hair of my kid. I, I love him. Like he He's my biggest teacher in this life. He taught me patient. He taught me unconditional love. He taught me um, how to be a better person. Um, he taught me, uh, this is new. He taught me how to say no. I'm, um, I used to be a people pleaser and for me to say no, it was really hard. So he had taught me that. Um, so that's when you start accepting the diagnosis and then the learning curve and the hope is that no matter what, uh, of course, we push Manu for for him to have good grades at school, for him to learn the things that he likes. Like, for instance, he loves acting and he loves um, singing. So that helps his, to burst that bubble that he's on and to start socialization with other peers or with other teachers or with other and and mommy is not always over over there to be the socialized coordinator so and there is hope there is hope when you see the little milestones in your kid like my kid starting eating broccoli you're like yes yay broccoli or my kid is starting eating something else like beef oh yes he's eating beef or he's eating rice so when when you have those little milestones a huge milestone for us when 
he was potty trained. We were like, yes, no more diapers. Yes, yes. So to celebrate the leader's triumph, because for them, it's a very big deal. So to to conclude or to to help you out through the diagnosis is um, this is a, a choice. It's your choice. It's your choice to follow the professionals. It's your choice to do it like you best you could. Um, and I'm telling my story. Um, maybe you can rewrite your story. But something that helped me, uh, for me, to make the choice that I accept his diagnosis, I accept my diagnosis, is the, is the following, like the following path. And first, I list my, what are my virtues, my I am's. So, I am a loving person. I am a healthy person. I am a calm and I am a spiritual um, human being. And uh, I'm an intelligent person. So, those are my five I am's. And then, what are my weakness? What are my opportunities to grow? So my weakness is that I am a all or nothing person. So so I don't know how to put that in words, yeah, but um I tend to 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 navigate between that. Um also uh one weakness is what what other people think about me or what uh other people my say about me um and uh, and again i i use the alcohol the food the shopping and so on so those are my witness and the opportunities that i that i can grow so if i am a loving healthy person um i choose to be no matter what are my my weaknesses, I choose to be a loving warrior. I choose to be a loving spiritual human being. I choose to be a healthy person. So once I choose myself and I choose that, then I turn around and I see my kid and then I can give my kid his I am's. So for instance, Manu's I am's are Manu is brave, Manu is so patient, Manu is loving, Manu is intelligent, Manu is smart, Manu is wonderful, and Manu is free. So if I see that, I, I when I am in the tornado, I can snap real quick and go back to my best version. And with this, I close. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please, questions, suggestions, go ahead and email me at Juana V at manuforinclusion.org and have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for joining today. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please email me at Juana V at manuforinclusion.org. Have an awesome day and see you next time.